0: There's a way in life that seemed right to man, but it leads to destruction. There's a way to seem right in this world, but it's not the right way, and it leads to destruction. How are we supposed to live? By our desires and pleasures? No. God is holy. And we are made in His image and likeness. I am made in His image and likeness. So if God is holy, that means I'm supposed to live holy. And if you're made in his image and likeness, we're all supposed to live holy. We're not like the world. We're not like the pagans who don't know God. We must live a sanctified life to please our heavenly father who is in heaven. Sanctified means to set apart, to, to set ourselves apart. To consecrate ourselves because we are holy. Holy person doesn't do unholy things. We're not supposed to be doing something, things that are unholy. We're not like the world. So we got to set ourselves apart, away from the world because we are holy. Even though we live in this world, we we don't act like the world. We don't do worldly things. So never let anybody tell you that you cannot be holy when God desire, God's desire is for you to live holy. We're designed to be holy. This is the way we're supposed to live to please God. I'm Trey Nose and welcome to Truth for Knowledge. Recognition, salvation, substance. We put our hope in Christ. Recognition, salvation, substance. We put our hope in Christ. Truth for knowledge. Truth for knowledge. Truth for knowledge. Recognition, salvation, substance. We put our hope in Christ. Recognition, salvation, substance. We put our hope in Christ to knowledge, knowledge first thessalonians 4 two through twelve for you know what instructions we gave you by authority of Jesus Christ Paul tells us as people it is God's will that we should be Sanctified. We should be what? Holy. We should be sanctified. Not living in darkness. Not living by the worldly standards. Not living by the pleasures and desires of this world. But to live holy, sanctified. You should avoid sexual immorality. If you're not married to that woman, you should avoid sexual immorality. You should not be having sex with her if you're not married to her. You should not be having sex with anybody that you are not married to. And you should be married to man and woman should be married together, not man and man man and woman. Anything that's outside of marriage between a man and a woman is sexual immorality. That each of you should learn to control your own body. Control your own body. So we have self-control because God gave us what? Self-control in a way that is holy and honorable. Not in a passion-lust like the pagans who don't know God. They claim that they know God, but if they're not living righteously, they're not living holy, they don't know God. And that, in this matter, no one should wrong or take advantage of a brother or sister. The Lord will punish all those who commit such sins. As we told you and warned you before, for God did not call us to be impure, he didn't call us to be impure, impure. he didn't call us to live in darkness, but to live in light, and to be holy, but to live a holy life. He called us to live a holy life. Therefore, anyone who rejects these instructions does not reject a human being, but reject God. So you cannot claim to say that you know God when you're not living, trying to live in a righteous way or you're not trying to live holy. You don't know God. You don't, you, you, you're rejecting God, not man. You ain't rejecting me. You're rejecting God. So if you live in a homosexual lifestyle, you're not rejecting man. You're rejecting God. Because God is holy. And he calls us to be holy. If you having sex out of wedlock, if you're having sex in an in immoral in a, in a way, you're not rejecting man. You're rejecting God. So repent and turn around. The very God who gives us the Holy Spirit. God gives us his Holy Spirit. He gives us the Holy Spirit. So if God is giving you the Holy Spirit, we're not supposed to foul the spirit that God gives us to live holy, to please God. Live holy. Now, brothers and sisters, we're taught to love one another by God, to love one another and treat each, each individual with kindness. Do not despise one another, but love one another. And live a quiet life. And work with your hands and live a quiet life. And mind your own business. Don't be in your neighbor's business. Don't be in your neighbor's over here's business. It's none of our business. Live a quiet life and mind our own business and work with our hands. And we can live a good life. You can live a good life. First Peter four, one through six. First Peter four, one through six. Therefore, since Christ suffered in his body, arm yourselves with also with the same attitude. Arm yourselves also with the same attitude because whoever suffers in the body is done with sin. So it means we have to crucify the flesh. We have to say no to sin. So how do we suffer? We suffer in our body by killing those desires. We kill those desires. Those little urges. I know it might cause some some anxiety, might cause a certain kind of feeling, but we got to kill it. And as we kill it, there's suffering to the body. As a result, we no longer live the rest of our earthly lives for evil human desires, those nasty human desires, but rather. We live to do the will of God. So when we crucify the flesh, those sinful desires, and we turn around, we change to live in the will of God. This is how we please God. For you have spent enough time in the past doing what pagans choose to do. We did a we you know in the past we used to do whatever America wants us to to, to way we we the way they live. We say no to the, the ways of America. We say no to the ways of the pagan lifestyle. We don't want to live those ways anymore. We spent enough time in the past doing what pagans choose to do living in debauchery, lust, drunkenness, orgies, idolatry, all these detestable things, they are surprised that you do not join them in a reckless wild living and a hip abuse they put on you. We don't live like that no more. We repented and we don't live like this no more. But they would have to give an account to him who's already, who's ready to judge the living and the dead, who's ready to judge those who are living and those who are dead in Christ will be judged. For this reason, the gospel was preached even to those who are now dead so that they might be judged according to human standards in regard to the body, but live according to God in regards to the spirit. We're not supposed to live by the flesh, but by the spirit of God, not by the flesh, by the spirit, not by the, the worldly means of the flesh. And the desires of the flesh, but by the means of the spirit, live to please God. First Peter four, seven through 11. The end of all things is near. The end of all things is near. So that means Christ, Christ, we're supposed to get ready for Christ. We're supposed to live in for, 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 not for the for earthly things, not for the things that's on this earth. We will live into what? To be with our heavenly Father in heaven, and Jesus is coming back to take us to be with our heavenly father in heaven, and there ain't gonna be no, no darkness in there. It's gonna be nothing but what? Holiness and sanctification in heaven. And so we supposed to be preparing ourselves to live up there, not to stay down here. Therefore, be alert and sober minded, so that you may pray above all all so we may pray above all love each other deeply I'm going to love you deeply because love covers a multitude of sins so God forgives and he's telling you to turn around right now right now love covers a multitude of sins repent and turn around Offer offer kindness to each other without grumbling. Be passionate towards each other without grumbling. Be nice to each other without grumbling. Each of you should use whatever gifts you have and receive to others as faithful stewards of God. Grace in various forms. So wherever God, whatever talent God gave you, share that with your brother and your sister. Share that amongst each other. If anyone speaks, and they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength of God provides. So that in all things, God may be praised through Jesus Christ. So whatever you do, do it with love. Do it as you do unto the Lord to him to be the glory and the power forever, ever. Amen. Who gives us his son, who who he died on the cross for our sins so we may live in the will of God, in a life that is pleasing to God, not based on our own will. This is how we live until God takes us to heaven, until God comes and gets us. We must live to what please God. We must live in what? Holiness. A sanctified life. Loving one another and doing right towards each other. Purifying ourselves and our bodies. This is the way we are supposed to live. Live to please God. I'm Trey Knowles. Thank you for watching truth and knowledge. May God bless you.